welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like capital ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It would mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy. If you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy, you can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions. And that means the world to me. And I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. This is Donna, Donna Saldana. I am here in the third row with the pink background sandwich between David and Molly. Hey, Molly. Hey, Donna. How are you? Today? <laughs> I didn't even give Good you the morning. 
that I'm going to jump. I want you to share this segment with me a little bit, but I'll run it. But can you, are you free to hang with me for the next 30? <laughs> sure. I'm so excited. I love hanging out with Molly Dare. And the reason why I want to do that is because a lot of what I wanted to talk about today has to do with you, actually. You're a little bit of my, um, you're my muse. You're my inspiration for today. So those of you guys that don't know who I am, my name is Donna Bowling. I am a former award-winning casting director here in Los Angeles, and I am a personal branding coach. I help entrepreneurs get really comfortable showing up online as themselves, growing their brand so that they can make more money, they can increase their impact, and they can stand out online because as we know, it's a crowded sea of people doing exactly what you're doing. So how do we stand out and how do we really shine so that people find us and our ideal clients hire us? And that is the goal. So, um, you know, Molly Dare and I, we actually met here on Clubhouse almost a year ago, a little bit less than a year ago. Um, we started joining in, in rooms. She would come into my rooms and I had a vibe about her. I was like, oh, because it was a different picture, but she had this picture. She looked like a pageant girl. And and I was like, oh, this girl feels like a, her name is Molly Dare Hillenbrand. I was like, she is fancy schmancy. And then I started to realize as I got to know her, oh no, she is the bomb.com. And then we started to be in a lot of back chats and she was funny. And then I instantly fell in love. Molly and I are besties. We talk literally daily over a majority of random things. And so everyone, I hope you find your clubhouse besties or just your um, online besties. She's across the country in Florida and I'm here in Los Angeles, but we're both moms and we're both on the same track in the sense of this. She does something different than I do. She's not a personal branding coach. She is a um, she is a uh, online uh, personality, I'm sorry, on-air personality. She interviews thought leaders. She interviews experts. She has a great spotlight series. She has a podcast. She's awesome. But here's the thing. She and I are both on the same track, and here's where I'm going with this. Molly came up with this incredible analogy this year where we started to decide because like I said, we text and talk all the time, that we were going to start to kind of spread our wings, right? We spent all of 2021 over on Clubhouse. This is why we both grew, you know, large audiences here. And it was an amazing experience. I, I doubled my Instagram following. Many of my current clients are people I met in Clubhouse rooms. And then this year I said, you know what? I feel like there's a lot of really amazing people that are on different platforms as well. Twitter. LinkedIn, you know, I spend a lot of my time on Instagram, but what about YouTube? What about all these other different places? And so this year, Molly came up with some a really great analogy. Molly, do you mind sharing what you said? Because Molly talked about the fact that she is single, she's a single mom, and she likes, you know, she has fun with that concept. So can you talk about a little bit where you how you looked at the different platforms while I pin a link up on top? Sure. Thanks so much, Donna. Um, for those who don't know me, I'm Molly Dare, founder of Hill & Brand Media. And I absolutely love the social audio platform. I think we're all in here. We've fallen in love with Clubhouse and this concept and, and how it has tremendous ROI for all of us to be able to share our platform and our message with so many people. And with the rise of the social audio platform, obviously the other platforms are going to catch on and they're starting to launch theirs as well. And so I really think it's important uh, that we all take some time to expand and to date the other social media platforms because I truly believe 
that there are people on all the platforms that need to hear your message, that need to get to know you, that you need to get to know that you haven't met yet. And so I put the kind of uh, comparison of dating. I'm single, I'm a single mom, so that's how I look at it, as I'm dating the social media platforms because each of them bring out a different side of me. And I think that's really great as we look to grow our content and get creative. So I'll just do my quick comparison and then Don, I'm gonna throw it back to you. I love it, I, go ahead. <laughs> so to me, I look at LinkedIn as our successful, uh, really smart boyfriend. It's the one that's gonna up-level your content. You're gonna have those really intelligent conversations with. I look at Instagram as that good-looking uh, boyfriend or girlfriend, the one that you're gonna post all the photos with. That's your best pictures and those content. Facebook is the one you're gonna settle down with and get married, the more familial content. Uh, Clubhouse, I look at it as the, the boyfriend or girlfriend with the best personality. You're gonna have like fun conversations with and you're gonna get good scoop uh, on. Twitter is the one that you used to date. And now you're kind of back checking it out again. It's, you know, things have changed in Twitter's life. They've up leveled and you're like, ah, now I'm interested. I want to go check them out again. Uh, so I could go on and on. But what I'm, what my main point is, is that each one of them will, will ask for something different from you. And I think that's a great, great thing. As long as your message across all cons, uh, all platforms is consistent, the way you deliver that message may change, but you really need to stay consistent in who you are across all the platforms. Don, I'm sending it back to you. I freaking love that. And Molly, you're such a good moderator. Molly hosts incredible rooms here and on Twitter spaces, and that's how she does it. I'm headed over to you, Donna. She's like a, I think you are 100% like a newscaster. <laughs> like you're it's such a broadcast journalist. Okay, so, so what Molly just said is so interesting. And if those of you guys, you know, I'm curious for those of you guys, if you kind of felt the same experience, you know, oh, you used to use Facebook, but Facebook feels a little bit more where you hang out with your mom and then Twitter, feels like very, in my mind, Twitter felt very divisive. It felt very kind of negative. It felt like people were just there to troll you. But everything has changed. I truly believe everything has changed and there's a place for everything. And then and there's, you, there's a reason for all of these platforms. So Molly and I kind of started hitting up TikTok last year. We started hanging out and dating TikTok. And TikTok, for those of you that aren't on TikTok, what are you doing? You gotta get on TikTok because TikTok gave me uh, a feeling of, of laughter that I didn't really like even know was possible. I was just so happy when I started to join and, and follow, you know, content on TikTok. I started to realize, wow, this content really speaks to me. They really understand your algorithm. And these, and then we started, Molly and I started to have a little bit more fun with our content. You know, when I create reels on Instagram, I think about who's watching it. I think about my my immediate audience over there on Instagram and they're very, they know me as the personal branding coach. So I have to keep it somehow, uh, you know, in that category. I speak a lot about personal branding, about showing up as yourself. I speak a lot about confidence. I speak a lot about um, growing your brand by not caring about what those other people think, et cetera, et cetera. But over on TikTok, I'm talking about Rachel Hollis and, um, you know, Sister Wives and Vanderpump Rules. And so all of a sudden I'm able to connect with a community of people that really, really love this like 
horrible reality TV that I love, but still I'm developing those connections in a way that I wasn't able to on my Instagram content. And so then I started to, this year, really kind of use Twitter. And Twitter, I feel like Twitter is a great way to connect with a lot of people who are also in your space, right? In that personal branding space, there's a lot of people that do personal branding and they're over on Twitter. And I've connected with so many incredible creators on Twitter by resharing their tweets, by reposting their content, by messaging them and DMing them and then going into their, they also have an audio space, Twitter spaces, which are great. And I've made so many incredible connections from just doing that for a few weeks. And then LinkedIn audio now is a new thing. And I don't have that ability to create LinkedIn audio content. I am still very much um, you know, new to LinkedIn, but I'm having fun kind of listening in there and growing my business there. Because all of a sudden I started to realize, wait, I've been spending all my time on Clubhouse and Instagram, all my time. And just like anything else, if you think about a workout, if you only do upper body workouts for the rest of your life, like it's going to stop being effective at some point. At some point, you're going to feel like you need to change it up. That's what they say, right? Also with your diet, if you think about that, any sort of habit, you have to switch things up to see changes. And so if you are feeling in any way kind of plateaued or stuck or, um, you know, your growth is a little stagnant, I highly suggest it's important to kind of go all out there and try different things. I want to just mention a couple of things. So, um, Molly, I'm going to go to you in just a moment. But I, I pinned a link to my most recent YouTube video. And let me just explain to you a little bit um, about my journey on YouTube. I don't know about you guys, but I... I'm not like an avid YouTube watcher. I am not the person that sits and watches YouTube for hours a day. I will watch a YouTube video when I am looking for something very specifically. I will watch a YouTube video if it's talking about maybe like celebrity gossip or something that's really kind of fun to watch in the background. But I'm not someone that just like scrolls YouTube. My kids, on the other hand, are, right? My kids are nine and six. They spend their entire day on YouTube. If I never have to see another Mr. Beast video, do you guys know Mr. Beast? He made $54 million last year from YouTube. So clearly there's a market there over on YouTube. But anyway, when I think about um, YouTube, I've always wanted a YouTube channel, always. I've always thought that would be a great goal to have this long form video, this beautiful, incredible content that I can then splice it up, but something stopped me. And it's not fear because I'm definitely not anxious in front of the camera. I'm definitely not nervous to create content, but it was because it felt too, it felt like I needed so many more skills than I had. Like I'm great pulling up my phone and creating some Instagram reels, some TikToks, some lives, even some stories. But the YouTube idea felt so overwhelming, right? It feels like even just getting a good cover page, that thumbnail for the YouTube. And so many of these YouTubes that we watch, they have the bells and the whistles and the sound effects and like the overlays. And it stopped me. It stopped me because I didn't want to create something that I knew wasn't going to be very good. And then all of a sudden, in the last couple of weeks, I threw all caution to the wind. And I said, what the F am I waiting for? What am I waiting for? Do I really think that something's going to happen in the next, you know, two years that all of a sudden is going to open me up to being able to be incredible on YouTube? No. Just like Instagram, 
just like every other thing that you do, if you're writing a book, if you're starting social audio, you have to start somewhere and it's okay to start really bad, right? In fact, it's okay to suck at first. And so I just decided to stop caring what people think, take my own advice, right? And create my YouTube channel. And if you guys follow me over on Instagram, my, my link is over on my, um, on my profile here, or if you guys go over to the YouTube, it's in the description, you'll see that I'm taking my, my Instagram story viewers through a journey of experiencing this for the first time myself. I am literally figuring it all out on my own, how to create content in one place and how to repurpose it in a really cool way, in different ways. Because I do believe you kind of have to be everywhere. I do believe that you have to be everywhere. And Molly is someone that really, really kind of brought that up for me. So Molly, what are your thoughts on being everywhere and why that's important? And have you noticed a change since you started um, dating all the platforms? <laughs> um, yes, and I forgot to say that TikTok is the funny boyfriend, right? The one that you're gonna laugh with nonstop. I and get love really creative my with. TikTok boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, for me, and I'm glad you brought that up, you know, repurposing can get really tricky for people because they think, okay, I've already said this message before. I've already made this point and people already heard. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Let me say it. You'd be shocked at how little people actually absorb what you're putting out there or how little people are actually paying attention. You've got to put the same message out four, five, six times before it really sinks into someone's head. Nobody remembers if you just said that message two weeks ago, a month ago, two months ago. Keep sharing your platform, your message, your genius, whatever it is that you're really looking to, to communicate to your audience. That's how you build community. It's how you build through consistency. That's how people really like and earn your uh, trust. And so for me, you know, when I repurpose my content, which is really important, I will take, you know, let's say I posted, if I was in an interview or I, you know, did an article, I will post the article once. Then I will post another line from the article with a different photo. Then maybe, you know, do a reel or a video with behind the scenes of what happened. You get, you know, preparing for that moment. There, there's so many ways to get creative. The more I watch Donna, I'm going to be completely honest. I'm not just saying this because she's sitting next to me. The more I watch Donna take it and run with it these past few weeks, it has inspired me. If anybody doesn't do anything else today for yourself and for your business, watch Donna and what she's doing right now. She is giving you access behind the scenes of how she's doing it, her trial and error, what's working and what's not working. And to me, the best way I learn is by following those people who not just show the perfectly executed video or the perfectly executed photo, but the people who show you how it's done behind the scenes, what's working, what's not working. That is where I personally learn the most. And so I really strongly encourage you to give you know people like Donna a follow who really let you into that part of their lives because that's that's how we're all going to learn. Oh my gosh, Molly, you're so sweet. And I appreciate that. And I think it's really important because we can get really caught up in the idea of 
how some entrepreneurs show up. And I had a live yesterday on Instagram. It's on my profile if you guys are interested over there to watch it. But it was about how to set yourself up for success as a creator. And I'm so glad Fanzo just joined because I think Fanzo is such a, an incredible creator. And he's really, really killing the game here in 2022 with his consistent creation. But when I think about setting yourself up for success, let's talk about this mindset wise, right? I am someone that wakes up early every day. I wake up in the five o'clock hour most times. Not last night because you guys, I had a raccoon come into my house last night. I live in Los Angeles. I live in a city and a raccoon was running through my kitchen in the middle of the night. My dog scared it out and got it out, but we'll have to talk. I have to open a room about help. I have a raccoon problem and that will, well, that's a different story. Watch my stories today. I'll talk about it. What I was going to say is that when we, you know, we set ourselves up for success so that you keep going. I wake up in the five o'clock hour and I go to my 6 a.m. workout class every single day. If I wanted to set myself up for success, I would just add something very small to that. For example, wake up five minutes earlier, go to the workout one more day. But what I wouldn't do is, you know what, now I'm going to wake up at the three o'clock hour and do 75 hard. And I'm also not going to eat sugar. I'm not going to do what Molly does. Not going to eat sugar. Not going to drink caffeine. I'm not going to drink wine. And I'm also going to stop watching TV. Now, all of a sudden, I'm not setting myself up for success. I'm setting myself up to fail. And so when it comes to creating content, we also have to do that. We cannot assume that we can go from zero creation to now hitting up all the platforms. So here is why I am walking you through this, because I know we're all entrepreneurs who are incredibly busy. We're, a lot of us are parents, a lot of us run multiple businesses, and we also have clients, you know, it's not like our job is just to create content. So how do we do it in a way that it doesn't take our entire week away, but we also don't have to hire that big, you know, Gary V, Mel Robbins type team to come on in. And my answer to that is to create something that maybe isn't that good. I know that that sounds crazy. But I have 30, as of this morning before I checked, I have 30 some subscribers on YouTube. Okay, 30 some subscribers. That is nothing. I get five views on my YouTube. If that was enough to stop me from creating because I was worried about it looking bad for those very few people, well then, I mean, might as well never create again. This is the time to suck. You suck at the beginning. That's when you suck. No one is watching, right? When you are just starting to show up online and you don't have a lot of viewers or a lot of listeners, that's when you can experiment. That's when you practice. That's when you do your first pull-up and you don't even lift one inch. But when you start to keep pulling up every single day, within a month, all of a sudden, look, you your chin hit the bar and you go higher and higher. So why are we not applying that to content creation? Suck at first. It's okay to suck. It's okay to be bad because you need to start somewhere so that you get good. Fanzo, I want to bring you into this conversation. I also see Tom, you're here too. You and I went live the other day. We talked about it. So I'm going to go to Fanzo and then Tom, if you guys are around. But Fanzo, are you here before I jump over to you? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, hey. Um, so so you have like gone really all in on content creation this year. He's doing a daily podcast, NFT365. If you guys are interested in in NFTs in any capacity, you have to subscribe to Fanzo's podcast. Fanzo's podcast, I mean, 
what the growth in your podcast is scary amazing how many listeners did you have when you first released your first episode back in november do you remember how many listeners for the first episode uh like yeah probably probably like 600 so 600 wait episode one well yeah because i i mean this is my sixth podcast so there are a lot of people just subscribe to me i guess so 600 the first one oh okay well never mind i didn't realize i was talking to freaking oprah Okay, I want to talk to someone that doesn't have that many, that many followers. But okay, go on, go ahead, six hundred. But now, now you guys have to remember this. Fanzo has one hundred and thirty thousand followers on Twitter. He's been in the online space for God knows how long. You have a lot of really strong community members that kind of follow you wherever you go. So that's where you started with six hundred. But how many listeners do you have now in a daily podcast? Uh, well, we just crossed two hundred thousand downloads, uh, and now we're getting you know, close to 3,000 listens in the first hour uh, after a podcast episode drops. So it's uh, it's been unlike anything I've had before. And I think it has a little bit to do, well, no, it has a lot to do with the daily uh, concept. But at the same time, daily means I'm in their ear every day. So most people, you know, the advice I've got for years was don't do daily because you'll burn people out and then your numbers will go down. And with this show, it's actually gone the opposite, is that uh, day over day, the total number of listens have gone up. So uh, <laughs> it's, been, it's been a little bit of fun. Okay, so you have literally killed the game over there with that podcast. And don't you agree, like NFTs, let's talk about NFTs for a second. Not that I want to get into NFTs because I, I don't, but that was a new concept to you. When you started talking about NFTs or learning about NFTs, it's like me on YouTube. You didn't know what you were doing, right? I mean, it was it's yeah. all new. Yeah, a year ago, well, right about now, a year ago, I was mocking, I think I even jumped in a room and made fun of silly people paying money for dumb JPEG photos of, of animals. And I, I, I think I even screenshot and mocked the whole concept a year ago. And then, you know, I kind of listened and learned for five months and yeah. And, and then for me, it's like, like you said, you know, uh, it's, it's about getting over the need to be perfect, but you have to start. And I think your, your point is spot on, right? I think like, and I'll just say, like, this podcast wouldn't be successful if I didn't launch my first podcast seven years ago that no one in this room has ever heard of. And, you know, I think total listens in season one was 600, which is what I got in the first episode of this the, of this new uh, podcast. But, you know, I didn't I did. I think I did 40 episodes with about 600 listens seven years ago on that podcast. So to your point, you know, for me, I mean, the, the I'm reaping the benefits of seven years of podcast work. But from the outside, it's like, wow, you know, he's on day 77 and on the top 25 uh, on Spotify and Apple. But really, it's seven years ago content creation that is paying off now. Yeah, there's no such thing as an overnight success, right? Like, there's no such thing. It's all so much work. And I think that that is really, really important to shed a light on. And we hear it all the time from the successful people, right? We hear it all the time from from the big names. This is not an overnight success. I've worked blood, sweat, and tears, but like literally you can follow us along our journeys and, and hold our hand as we are going through the process, which I think is really cool. And Tom was saying, you know, Tom, are you around? Okay. But is your beautiful bride around? Yeah, I'm here. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, Shh, I just, she's, she's sleeping. She's sleeping. <laughs> I went live with Tom the other day. He jumped onto my Instagram live and we had such a great conversation. His, his community is so great. They all, messaged me they were like if you're a fan if, if tom is a fan of yours i'm a fan of yours like they were so kind but tom you were talking about this too that on tiktok you grew so fast and so so strong because you kind of just went 
all in, right? You went all in and you started to create content acting like yourself, which was kind of goofy and kind of weird. And do you remember the question I asked you on the live? No, I don't. I, tell me again. <laughs> I asked you, do you think the reason why it hit so well and that you really were able to really be yourself is because no one you knew was watching? Like there was no one there yet. I do. Uh, that was one, literally one of the best questions anybody's ever asked me in a long time. That was that was that was awesome. Because think about it: when whenever you're starting a new venture, right? Whenever you're starting a new social media, a new project, a new journey, we always think everyone's watching. No one is watching. No one cares. No, I, my personal audience doesn't care or know whether or not I'm saying the same thing twice. Three times if I'm changing my, you know, if I'm doing the same speech in a different shirt. I, no one will know. I had a friend who created a piece of content and it didn't perform well the other day. And she asked me, what should I do? It was a carousel. And I told her, well, listen, it's not really like that. You need a better hook. You need a call to action. The front page is not great. You can use this hashtag, you know, this and this and that. And she's like, well, what do I do? I said, well, just pull this one down. She had 35 likes on it. I said, pull this one down and do it again. And she goes, I can't, they're going to know. I said, nobody's going to know. It's like the TikTok, right? They're going to know. Nobody's going to know. Yeah. Can I touch <laughs> on I that, Donna? All... What'd you say? Oh, I wanted to just touch on that when I had a chance. I want to share something about you. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I want to say, first off, you're going against the grain right now of almost all the coaches I hear on this app because almost always people say you got to do quality over quantity. And I always ask people, I'm like, okay, cool. What's quality? Like, how do you know what the, how do you know what people are going to follow you with? How many, how do you know how they're going to like your content? How do you know you're going to get a big audience unless you already have proven predictable results based on a lot of extreme experience of already doing it? And then of course, heck yeah, you can do quality. We all want to do quality, but I love what you're saying, Donna and Molly. I love this because it is literally, if you just listen, because it's not about going all in. I'm going to correct that a tiny bit. It's not about going all in with TikTok or Instagram or whatever platform you're going to focus on, which I am really excited about seeing your flow chart, by the way. I'm super excited about learning that because that is the jam of scaling right there. It's not about going all in and just doing the work and being consistent like you hear on this app. I look every time someone says, just be consistent. I look at their following. I'm like, no, you're just getting going, right? Or they don't have the traction in any app, by the way. And Molly's got, Molly and um, Donna got traction on multiple platforms. So, it's about going all in without overthinking, without overanalyzing, and just literally doing exactly what they're talking about right now is just posting with freedom. Because I spent 13 years trying to figure out my avatar. I spent 13 years trying to figure out how to be in my micro niche. I couldn't even, I didn't even know what micro niche, and all that's very important, by the way. Absolutely, 100%. I had to figure, people were trying, I had to figure out the hashtags, and as soon as I said, F all of that, I'm going to be the biggest 48-year-old dork. I'm going to have the most fun is when my account not only blew up, my business blew up, our leads blew up. I mean, it's just, it's changed our life. So thank you so much for being brave and saying this. Well, I mean, I think it, like the other stuff isn't working, right? Like we all hear, go all in, go be consistent, show up every day. And like, yeah, you can, but you don't have to be good at it. And here's like, I think that this, this idea of creating quality over, over um, quantity is, is you're right. It's a moving target. What is good enough anyway? And I said this yesterday on my live, what the F is good enough? Like what does good enough even mean? 
Because what good enough is today may not be good enough tomorrow. My good enough is not Molly Dare's good enough. You know, Fanzo's idea of success is different than, than David Spizak's idea of success is different than Sarah's idea of success. Like we're all just trying to figure it out. So stop putting these markers at these ideas of like, I need to hit this many views and I need this many subscribers and this many amount of people are, and just go, just create, just create what feels good just create what what is bringing you in. Just go towards where the energy is making you happy. Okay, find your people, your community like Fanzo. He found his community over on 475,000 apps that don't exist anymore. And they're still with him because they love Fanzo. That is the goal here. It's not about being super successful on an app and having a lot of followers. It's about finding your people that will follow you wherever you go. And that is the goal. Um, you guys, it's about 731 here and I have to take my kids to school at some point. Molly, did you want to jump in for anything really fast? Cause I jumped over to you and then I'll go to Sarah. Um, great, great content here, Donna. The only thing I wanted to add is I posted yesterday on, on, uh, Twitter. And I just think this is important to keep in mind as, as everybody goes and starts dating the social platforms, which is what I hope everybody does after this segment is that, you know, my first Twitter space room had 24 people in it. My second one had 46 people in it. And my third one had 178 people in it. And it's because I show up consistently. They know where to find me. It's the same days, same time. And so I just encourage people that when you start your first space, second space, it's okay if it's not a lot of people in it, but serve as if there's a thousand people in it, because then those people will tell their, you know, their people. And it just slowly starts to build over time. Do not get discouraged if your first few attempts are small. It's okay. Just serve at your best. Regardless, don't pay attention to numbers. It will happen over time. I freaking love that. You guys, such a good crew up here. Thank you so much for joining me in the segment. I appreciate you. For those of you guys that don't know me, jump on over to Instagram at this is Donna Bowling. Donna is spelled like Dana. Talk to my mom about that. And I'm going to jump over to Sarah really fast. Hey, Sarah. Good morning, Donna. Oh my gosh. Hearing your voice and Molly and Fanzo and seeing so many um, of my like OG clubhouse best. I see Susie here. I see David Spizak. I see all these people who are in New York and I just am like, feel so happy to see all of you and be back with everyone on stage, Mariana and Kim and just everybody in this whole room. I could go through and share your name, but I just love Donna. Every time that you speak in a room, um, you just bring a little extra joy to the table, my sister. So thank you for your segment this morning. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.